0: What's up everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mental Medicine. Today's topic: why you should control your emotions. Every one of us has an emotional experience almost every single moment of every single day. How we experience them defines the choices that we make, the places that we go. The people that we meet, even down to the minute things of perhaps even the clothes that you put on every single morning. Our emotions determine where we go in life, how we get there, all of the aspects of our lives. When you reach the end of your days and you look back on the life that you lived, Your emotions will define every single memory that you have. They are a part of your life the entire way through. They can also have the power to turn your life in the wrong direction or a direction that will not serve you or anyone else around you for that matter. Think about it. You go to work someday. Maybe you had the worst commute of your entire life. Like, for example, this morning, I was going to work, waiting in line for my commuter uh, my commuter lot. And then I heard someone speaking at the front that, yeah, it had rained last night and then a little bit the day before. But I didn't even think of it that there would be some severe flooding because it didn't rain that much. However, the road that we usually take, the HOV lane, was flooded at some point, so they had to close the entire thing which severely affected my commute and the commute of many others. So what did I do? I could have been pissed. I could have said, you know what, screw this. I'm getting back in my car. I'm going to go home and work from home. Uh, Or I could have been grumpy the entire entire way. And once I get on the bus and they tell me, well, we can't go that way because it's flooding everywhere. I could have used my emotions in a negative way and said, you know what, I'm going to make everyone around me miserable. I'm going to send emails that... Contain my my level of upsetness, uh, and once I get to work, I'm going to tell every single person about my commute when I get there and how horrible it was, how long it took me. My emotions could have controlled my state for the entire day, and I could have allowed that to happen for the next several days. Now, I didn't, of course. I'm I'm better at it than I'm describing the potential of a negative experience. I'm good at controlling my emotions, at least I like to think. So for those of you who do have a little bit of difficulty or maybe you have some challenges in the presence of others who have a difficult time expressing their emotions or maybe they're always negative in some way, shape, or form, just remember that you have the ability to control 100% of your emotions. There's a good book out there called My Stroke of Insight, by Jill Bolte Taylor. I believe she's either a neurosurgeon or neuroscientist. I don't quite recall. It is a good book though. And at some point during this book, she talks about the physiological response of an emotion, which roughly, to my recollection, lasts for about 90 seconds. Anything after that, you have the ability to control. You can keep that emotion in you physiologically because it will build a neurological pattern that once you place yourself back in that situation, a similar one, or maybe you see that person again, you're going uh, to restart that emotional response. So physiologically, you have the ability to determine after roughly about 90, to 90 seconds what happens inside of you. Yes, there are circumstances in your life or situations in your life or maybe even people in your life that will bring you to a place where it might be difficult for you to actually control that emotion that takes time it's called mastering your emotions the mastering your emotions will take a lot of repetition of the same situations the same people the same emotional responses etc so basically what you have to learn to do is to respond rather than react but that's not why we're talking about here today today we're talking about how you can control your emotions and yes you can control 100% of your emotional response. After that physiological reaction, what happens is completely up to you. First thing you have to do though, is recognize what it is that's going on inside of you. You have to be able to recognize your emotions and that you have to be able to control them before they are manifested outwardly in a way that may be destructive towards you, destructive towards others, uh, destructive towards the environment, You have to be able to control that emotion. So along that lines, when you're able to control your emotions, there's another thing that's able to happen. How many of you out there wish that you could actually relive the younger days of your life? Maybe go back to your 20s, maybe even your 30s, or maybe if you're in your older years, you want to go back to your 40s or even your 50s. Part of those years of your life, there are some emotional Memories inside of you that say, "Wow, this was the best time of my life." Whether you were in your prime physically, maybe you were doing tons of exercise and you just felt the strongest. You weren't getting sick at all. You looked good. You went to the beach. Maybe you looked good in that bikini. Maybe you looked. Uh, maybe there were uh, people watching you as you walked down the sand. Whoever, whatever it might have been, you have some emotional memories, some emotional responses embedded in you that tell you that, yes, this was the best time of my life. It may not have been physical, it might have been something related to your career or some accomplishment or some, uh, some, some uh, competition that you won. For me, back in 2005, it was an amazing year. I won two national competitions. I, w- I was a national champion, essentially, twice. And then I I, uh, moved to China and lived there for a year. I was studying Chinese language. I met the love of my life while I was there. So 2005 for me, if I could go back to that time and re-experience all of those things, that would be fantastic. But then I realized that I can recreate those same emotional sensations without going back in time because my emotions are completely under my control. What happens when you look back on those good times in your life, or those younger years of your life, essentially you're looking back on a version of you that is in a very balanced state, that is, to you, the epitome of the best version of you. So our emotions are the one thing that will keep us from being able to experience what it is that that we could have in our lives right now our emotional memories, our emotional, the term we like to use, baggage, our emotional baggage. If we say that we have a ton of emotional baggage and that we don't want to share it with other people or that we feel that it's a little bit too much to expose ourselves to the rest of the world, then here's another question for you. Why not put the bag down or bags if you feel like you have more than one on, you, on your back or on your shoulders? Why not put those bags down Open them up, sift through them and figure out which emotions are actually serving you that you can carry forward with you and that you can repeat and let go of the ones, dispose of the ones that no longer serve you anymore. What if you did that? What if you took six months to go through all of the emotional experiences that you know may potentially be holding you back from living the life that you dream of? You only get one chance on this planet. So why allow your emotions, or someone who triggers your emotions, or some situation, or some job, or some financial situation, or experience that you had in life, define how you will experience the next day, the next moment. We'll define how you design the next emotional memory that you have in your life. Let me remind you once again, you have 100% control over your emotional state. You have 0% control over another person's emotional state, and don't ever think that you have the ability to change their emotions. As I said, only you can control yours. The way someone reacts to a certain situation or to maybe to what you say, what you have to say to them is completely out of your control. The only thing you can do is try to remain in as balanced of a state as possible, especially when you're experiencing an emotion, so that you are not destructive towards yourself or towards another individual. So for those of you who like graphs out there, think of your emotions in terms of uh, a graph, the XY axis. So your emotions are going along nicely. There's uh, very little flux in terms of the position above and below the line of the graph, the horizontal line. And then all of a sudden, you have an emotional reaction towards someone, and it skyrockets upwards or it skyrockets downwards. If that emotion is good, it's flying sky high. And then all of a sudden, it comes way back down, okay? If it's a negative emotion, if it goes way down. Your objective... After you experience that emotion, because emotions are not bad. Do not think of them as being bad. They're not something that uh, you should never experience or try to refrain from experience whatsoever. They help you to understand the situation. They help you to understand you yourself. So when you experience an emotion that flies up away from that horizontal line of the graph, whether it goes up or down, your objective is to eventually get it back back down to that that, that horizontal line towards a balanced state because that's essentially what our emotions are doing. They're testing us and they're testing your ability to be able to get them up or down. So someone who is in a severe state of depression, their emotions are going to be dropping and sometimes those individuals who get their emotions way way way, way 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 up high and they're excited all the time, they're happy all the time and then there's one tiny little thing that triggers them and then all of a sudden they're down for days. Their energy was so high, they've wasted a ton of energy to try to keep it up there, that when that's completely ripped out from underneath them, what do they do? They crash. Their emotions drop way down. Maybe they also go into a state of depression. And it may be really difficult because trying to get that energy back up to that balanced state is not an easy thing. So your objective is to try to keep your emotions in as close to a balanced state as possible which is essentially the way you were back in your olden days, in those good old days. Here's another example. Think of it this way. You like to exercise, right? I'm sure you've gotten to the point where you exercise long enough that you hit what people like to call a plateau. Well, sure, exercise can do that physically. But isn't there a mental portion to exercise as well? Maybe you just got bored. You got to the point where you were doing really well, and then all of a sudden you got tired of what you were doing. Mentally, you just decided, I'm giving up. But physically, you were still determined to go, 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 go. Your emotions defined the results that you will get, or that you got from your exercise, and will get once you reach what you call a plateau. That's a new story that you tell yourself. Oh, I reached this point, I can't see any more gains. Well. Keep on doing what you're doing. You keep on getting what you're getting. That's Zig Ziglar for you. So if you were to change the mental approach, because, again, the emotions are going to determine the results that you get. If we're looking at exercise, if you keep yourself in an emotionally peak state, you will keep yourself in a physically peak state. So your goal is to stay in high as uh, high of a peak state as you possibly can so that your performance level will never reach a plateau. You're always working harder. You're always going up. You're always trying your best. At the same time, your emotions stay in balance. This is the emotional mastery portion of this. The reason you can control your emotions, or that you should control your emotions, is so that you don't veer off in some strange direction it's going to take you off course of what it is that you are trying to actually achieve whether it's in your career whether it's in your your uh, relationships whether it's just related to exercise it's not going to put you in a plateau you control yourself physically you can control yourself emotionally and ultimately that will control how you are spiritually as well how in tune you are with who you are as an individual on all levels So will you, when the time comes for you to leave this planet because you've lived your life, you've reached the end of your days, will you be able to look back on your life and see how you were able to control your emotions? Or will you look back on your life and see how your emotions controlled you? Do not, from this moment forward, allow your emotions to define every minute of your life. You need to turn the tables around and understand that you have 100% control over your emotional state. Your emotions determine your results. So if your emotions are out of your control, or at least you tell yourself that, then who the hell knows what kind of results you're gonna get. So what you gotta do, is learn how to control your emotions. When you get, the next time, do this, the next time you get into a situation where you know you were emotionally triggered, once you're away from that situation, take a few minutes when you've calmed down, if it's a negative emotion that is, it could be a positive one, whatever it might be, whenever you get back to a balanced state, take a few minutes to analyze from start to finish what happened. Did you ever experience this emotion before? When? Where were you? Who were you with? What was going on? What had you done the day before? Uh, was, were there any significant things going on in your life at that point? Was there a big transition? Was there a loss in your life? Was there a huge gain in your life? Analyze the moment where you experienced the moment there the emotion last and then try to trace back. And then understand for yourself why it is you react in certain ways and then train yourself to not react anymore, but to respond. Don't show your emotion outwardly too soon. Don't let it just blow up like an atomic bomb. Allow yourself to control how long the fuse is and if you actually want it to go off or not completely up to you it could be a good bomb could be a bad bomb don't know if there is such thing as a good bomb however just keep with my analogy here so your emotions are completely under your control completely 100 percent once again do not let your emotions control and define your life you are in control you are the pilot you are the one in charge You get to determine how high your peak will be. Your peak performance physically, mentally, spiritually. Every single day, every single moment of your life. So starting now, do not any longer allow your emotions to control who you are. Take control. Take the reins and say, yes, this is my life. I will put my emotions under my wing. They are mine. They are not bad. They are not negative. They are not just positive. They are every part of me. They are every part of my life. My emotions are my experience. My emotions determine my results. They determine my experience. But first and foremost, I determine my emotions. Use this strategy and I guarantee you, you will feel a lot more in control of your life you will feel a lot more confident you will feel you will be able to accomplish many more things in your life you will be able to seek fulfillment and happiness in your life at a much rap- much more rapid pace so make the choice and use this strategy to turn your life around and take back control of your emotions control your emotions control your results control your life you are 100% in control of your emotions and your life. That's it for this podcast. I'm Justin Flinner and this is the Justin Flinner podcast by Mature My Medicine. I'll see you back here next time.